Laura, are you ready for an adventure? Yes, Leo, let's go! I'm gonna go full steam, I'm gonna chase my dreams. I feel so alive, I'm gonna live a big life. Big life. The Big Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. We create engaging resources to help kids develop a growth mindset so they can face life's challenges with confidence. Come check out our journals, printable kits, and posters at BigLifeJournal.com. Hey, Big Life Kids! Do you want to meet a special journal buddy who will help you develop your growth mindset superpower? Ask your parents to visit BigLifeKidsTV.com to learn how you can get started today. Welcome to the Serengeti, Africa's most famous savanna. I'm your host, Zara, AKA the Serengeti Yeti. And you're watching our new show, Keeping Up With The Kudus. Now, if you've always wanted to, <clears throat> if you've always wanted to explore the Africa, Cut, cut, cut. Can we get some silence on set, please? We're trying to shoot a once-in-a-lifetime documentary over here. I don't think we can ask the animals to keep quiet, Leo. It's not like we're paying them. We're on a tight budget, okay? Let's wait for the Haridas to fly over. Reslate. Okay, you're gone. Ready? Time to blow nature flicks away with the best documentary since documentation began. And action. <clears throat> if you've ever... <sighs> Bless you, Euphigenia. Keep it rolling. If you've ever wanted to track a family of kudus across a grassland that's as beautiful as it is dangerous, then you're in luck. Because today, on Keeping Up With The Kudus, that's exactly what we're going to do. And if we're really lucky, they'll lead us to a watering hole. <gasps> Something's heading this way. Maybe it's an entire kudu family. We should follow them. <laughs> so, tell us about life as a documentary filmmaker, Leo. Is it as glamorous as they say? Well, the dressing room is just some shade under a baobab tree, and the air conditioning only works when the wind blows. At least you aren't swarmed by fans. <laughs> just flies. Yep, it's the good life. Why did you choose to become a wildlife documentary presenter? Uh, you asked me to? Fascinating. And how do you pass the time even when you're not filming? Hmm, one of my favorite ways is to discover new mosquito songs. There's one called Happy Buzz Day, which goes... Bzz, 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 bzz. I can't remember the rest. Then there's Itchy Witchy Spider. I've never heard that one. They only sing it at Halloween. Ooh, let's try out our Swahili tongue twisters. I love that game. <gasps> Good idea. I've got one. Umbuzi alinazi kwabile hawezi kumpanda ngazi ndipo azibiki nazi. What does that mean again? A goat cannot eat coconut because it cannot climb up a ladder to reach the coconuts up in the coconut tree. It sounds even more complicated in English. Here's another one. Kipiki kusiki tisha cho. That means 
What's bugging you? That was way too fast for me. <laughs> this one's a bit easier. Kale kakuku kadogo kakakaka koapi kaka. Okay. Now, on keeping up with the kudus, here's your chance to join in at home. Kale kakuku kadogo. Kale kakuku kadogo. Kakakaka koapi kaka. Kakakaka koapi kaka. Kale kakuku kadogo kakakaka koapi kaka. I love it! What does it mean? It means, where are your chickens, brother? I'll make a note. You never know when you need some chickens, brother. And if we can't find any chickens to help us pass the time, we could always play with that football. What football? Over there. <gasps> That's not a football. It's a pangolin. A pangolin? Isn't that an Olympic sport? You're thinking of javelin. Pangolins are incredible creatures covered in armor. They curl up into little roly-poly balls whenever there's a lion nearby. <laughs> they think we're lions. Either that or there are lions nearby. Uh, Zara, what was that? Did we hire a live studio audience? No, we didn't have a budget for that either. <laughs> Are they laughing at us? Laughing? Of course, it's just hyenas. Uh, just hyenas? What are those? Ooh, Egyptian geese. Wait, how did we end up in Egypt? They're probably headed towards the watering hole. Why don't we follow them? We can ride these logs down the river like surfboards. Cowabunga! Oh, Leo, those are crocodiles. <laughs> uh, Crocodoodle do. We could go through that cornfield. It's probably safer. Great idea. Zara, did you know that in Africa they call it maize? You could say we're entering an amazing maize field. Uh, Leo, you're so corny. <laughs> was you doing a really good impression of a lion? Wasn't me. It's coming closer. It's been great knowing you, Zara. The cutest animal in the Serengeti, having a big, adorable stretch. Zara, don't baby lion cubs usually travel with... <laughs> their mother? Yeah, yeah, they do. Maybe we should call it a night. I'm scared, you're scared, I need a nap, and Mama Lion's looking for a snack. Leo! What about making the best wildlife documentary Nature Flicks has ever seen? I said that when I was feeling brave. Then all we gotta do is find our bravery again. And I've got the perfect lion's tail for you. For centuries, the plains of East Africa have been shaped by the hooves of charging buffalo, wildebeests, and antelopes. In this wild place, 
the Maasai tribe survives whatever nature throws at them. Above all, this powerful group of people protect their animals. The Maasai will do anything to stop the fierce predators that roam the Serengeti, like hyenas, leopards, and lions. Richard Terere had a typical Maasai upbringing. When he was six, his father put him in charge of the family cows, sheep, and goats. Richard's job was to make sure that every animal came home safely after grazing in the fields. However, this wasn't as easy as it sounds. Richard's family lives inside the Nairobi National Park, the only nature reserve in the whole world in a city. While Richard tended his herd, he could see the city lights of Nairobi twinkling in the distance and watch the motor cars and airplanes speeding past. This made him curious about electronics, and one day he decided to take apart his mother's radio. His mother got very angry with him, but playing with the radio sparked something in Richard, and this would come in handy later on. Nairobi National Park only has fences on three sides so that every type of wild animal can roam freely. But this meant there was nothing to protect Richard's animals from the wild lions that hunted in the area. Sadly, many mornings he walked outside to find that some of his cows were missing. The lions had attacked during the night. In Kenya, the older farmers had one way of dealing with lions, poison. They used a toxic pesticide that didn't just scare the lions away, it killed them. Because of this, Kenya's lion population had dropped from 15,000 to only 2,000. If Kenya's lions were to be saved, someone had to find a better solution. Richard wanted to save his animals, but he didn't want to poison the lions. So he experimented with different inventions. First, he tried making large fires around the cowshed, because lions don't like fire. But the bright flames helped the lions find the cattle easily. Next, Richard built scarecrows and placed them in the fields near his animals. For one day, the lions stayed away. But when they noticed the scarecrows didn't move, they stopped being afraid. And when the sun set, the lions came back. Late one night, as Richard walked through the plains, an idea came to him. He noticed that whenever he walked with his flashlight, the lions didn't come close, and they didn't bother his herd either. The lions knew that flashing lights meant people were near just like the cars and airplanes of Nairobi City. Richard rushed home and rummaged around in his yard. He found an old car battery and an indicator from a motorcycle. To this, he added some pieces from a broken flashlight, a switch light, and some solar panels to harness the energy of the hot sun. Richard created an entire lighting system all by himself, and he called it lion lights. Richard placed the lion lights around the cow shed, and the lions stayed away. When the neighboring farmers saw the sparkling lights, 
they came to ask him about his invention. Richard had a thought. Maybe his lion lights could help other farmers too. Since then, Richard has hired a group of his friends, and together, they've created lion lights for more than 75 farms in the area. Richard's invention has saved countless cows and lions, and it all came down to his bravery. One of the top schools in Kenya rewarded Richard for his courage with a scholarship to study. He is currently his school's javelin-throwing record holder, and he plans to study aircraft engineering at university. Courage comes in many forms. It can be a deafening roar or a flickering light in the darkness. Richard faced his fears and found his courage because he cared about what he was doing. So, if something really matters to you, be patient, keep going, and you can be a shining light of bravery too. Huh, be a shining light. That's a great idea. Yeah, because it means that when you find your bravery... And when you find your flashlight, you can make it through the maze maze. Come on, Zara. Let's lion light our way out of here. Catch! <sighs> um, how can we make lion lights with regular flashlights? If we flick them on and off like this, the lions will know we mean business. Keeping up with the kudus, it's time for you to keep up with us. We're going in. <laughs> and we've got a secret trick up our safari sleeves. Bravery mode and night vision mode engaged. Even though we can't see a single thing. But that's where bravery mode comes in. I think the lion's moving further away. There's the river. A rain shower. That means the watering hole will get soaked. And that means tons of animals. Ready, Leo? And action. Welcome back to Keeping Up with the Kudus. Against all odds, we found our way to one of the most precious spots on Earth, an African watering hole. Up ahead, there's a grumpy daddy warthog attempting to get his babies to take a mud bath. They're not happy about it. How on earth is he going to coax them into the water? With his tusks. <laughs> of course, the hyenas think it's hee-hee-hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like a zebra has kicked her way out to the front. Did you know the zebra has the strongest kick in the entire animal kingdom? I'd get out of her way if I was you, Mr. Hippo. Now that's a pretty strong kick. And the best comedy audience a filmmaker could ask for. This has truly been a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Until next time, this is your host, Zara, a.k.a. the Serengeti Yeti, signing off. And remember, if you're ever wondering where your friend's chickens are, you know what to say. Kale kakuku kadogo, kakakaka koapi kaka. Kale kakuku kadogo, kakakaka koapi kaka. Kale kakuku kadogo, kakakaka koapi kaka. Kale kakuku kadogo, kakakaka. Hey, big 
life, kids. Do you want to meet a special journal buddy who will help you develop your growth mindset superpower? You can watch Big Life Journal Buddies on TV or computer. That's where you'll meet Buddy, your own special journal buddy, who will guide you through all the fun and exciting things in the Big Life Journal. Ask your parents to visit BigLifeKidsTV.com to learn how you can get started today. Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. Go to BigLifeJournal.com and use promo code BigLifeKids to get your growth mindset journal with a 15% discount. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. See you in the next episode. Big Life.